0: We've got all the news right here. I'm gonna stop you right there. I see you about to settle on a day-old donut for breakfast. Well, this is a chicken intervention. Cause McChicken Biscuits and Chicken McGriddles are now at McDonald's. So just hit that drive-through and change your life. For breakfast, you got this. Wake up breakfast.
1: Say good morning to McChicken for breakfast. Right now at your local McDonald's, you can mix and match two Chicken McGriddles or McChicken Biscuits for just $3. Price and participation may vary at participating McDonald's for a limited time.
2: Earlier today, I was listening to numbers in this presidential campaign, poll numbers. And one of the things that the poll shows, whether you like Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton or don't like either of them or hate one or the other more strongly, is that people are angry. People are angry with their candidates, their Congress, their government, their bank accounts, the state of this union, and in a sense the state of the world and perhaps even our standing in the world, even though on paper things may look pretty good. Because in November when we go to vote, it's not really about what the unemployment rate is. It's whether or not you got that job, whether or not you feel an economic turnaround, whether or not you feel better. But I have to tell you, there's so much going on and so much rhetoric coming out That when you look at the polls, although they're a snapshot in time, I think it's essential to look at as voters, as Americans, and just people who are trying to, you know, have a certain level of consciousness and awareness and knowledge about this election. What are people angry about? What are they unhappy with? What are they dissatisfied with? Because in this campaign of 2016, it's really weird People have more interest than ever before, yet they're more dissatisfied, unhappier than ever before. Maybe that's why they have interest. And it's not just a bunch of angry white guys. So in this campaign of 2016, strong interest, yet widespread dissatisfaction. Okay, But with what? So let's break it down a bit. Let's look at some of the the issues, the top voting issues in this election of 2016. And we're going to talk about it with you. And I want to get your take as a voter. This isn't necessarily, uh, you know, about your candidate, although some questions will, you know, include that. But this is about the issues, the issues that matter. Well, James Carville had coined the phrase, it's the economy, stupid. And by the way. It is still a top issue in the United States of America among voters today in 2016, okay? Um, Of those who were polled, 84% say the economy is the top issue. And what second? Terrorism. Now, what do you hear Trump talk about? And what do you hear Republicans instill fear about? Money, right? Your jobs, we're going to fall off a cliff, and the bad guys are coming. ISIS is around every corner. We've got to build a wall, right? So the economy is 84%, numero uno. And, and pretty much that is the way things go. But number two is terrorism, 80%. Interestingly enough, foreign policy is separate from terrorism. And I say that because some people, I think, look at them or link them together, interchange them. And uh, foreign policy is third, 75%. And right under that, believe it or not, still of interest in this country, health care under that i was very surprised that this came in one two three four fifth gun policy at 72 percent and then sixth immigration at 70 percent and i say that because i really thought that the economy terrorism and immigration would be top three that foreign policy would be part of terrorism and of course guns well i knew they'd be pretty high up there So is Social Security at 67%. More and more baby boomers who are going to be entering into their golden years and those who are already seniors are very concerned about two very different ideas of what is up for that safety net that people have paid into their whole lives. Education at 66%. Now, that's not a surprise. We saw that a lot with the uh, rhetoric not just from Bernie but also from Hillary. Uh, about school and school loans and affordability and free community college and access or difficulty having access, 66% of education. Supreme Court appointments made the list at 65%. And that's very telling because it really should be higher because that for a president is the one thing that a president doesn't have the sole power of doing and you need confirmation after you put forth your nominee but you have the power to pick, and you have the power to push. Treatment of racial and ethnic minorities. More than half of the people polled, 63%, felt that treatment of racial and ethnic minorities was a key issue. And that number alone could be quite telling for Donald Trump. Especially, I would imagine, some of the people who were in that 63% are part of that racial ethnic minority. Trade. Trade policy, 57%. No surprise, got a lot of people hating TPP on either side of the aisle. The environment, yes, it's still there, 52%. And believe it or not, abortion. Even though they tried with the 17 on stage to make it an issue and demonize Planned Parenthood, it's kind of taken a back seat, perhaps because Donald Trump changes his mind as to whether he's pro choice or pro-life every day. But the abortion, 45%. And last of the issues, although a sizable amount, 40%, Treatment of gay, lesbian, transgender people. Now, that should be higher, shouldn't it? Treatment. And by the way, that should even go into racial and ethnic minorities uh, because they are minorities, although not racially or ethnicity-wise. They are sexual orientation-wise minorities. So if you combine the minorities, that's a lot, okay? Okay. So this was done by the Pew Research Center. The economy and terrorism are top two issues for voters this fall. Overall, 84% of registered voters say that the issues of the economy, they're going to be very important to them making their decision about who to vote for in this next presidential election. And then, like I said, 80% of terrorism. Uh, and then, uh, But far more, by the way, in 2008, said the economy would be very important to their vote than the issue of terrorism. So in other words, terrorism is more of a concern to voters now in 2016 than it was eight years ago. The economy is not as much an issue now. That could be because people are more fearful of ISIS, um, obviously, and with things that we're involved in, or you know, all of these uh, terrorist attacks worldwide. And it also could be that there is some level of uh, turning that corner economically. Other issues like I mentioned: foreign policy, healthcare, guns, immigration. And now we still have that open seat on the Supreme Court. And like I said, that is an important factor to voters and uh, the racial and ethnic minorities and how uh, they are treated. Uh, But fewer than half of voters see abortion, and fewer than half of voters see the treatment of gay, lesbian, or transgender people as important to their view. Now, let's look at Clinton and Trump, Hillary and Donald. Views of these issues and the importance among the supporters under the C and the T. Okay? For the economy, more Trump supporters care about the economy, 90 to 80%. 10% 10% more, okay? Terrorism, 19% more care about terrorism that support Trump. Immigration, immigration, 14% more of Trump supporters support immigration. Foreign policy, 6% more of Trump supporters consider foreign policy important. Um, but um, Hillary Clinton, for health care, 6% more of Hillary supporters care about health care. Supreme Court appointments, this is very interesting. 8% more of Donald Trump supporters care about Supreme Court appointments. And and 5% more of Hillary's care about guns. Social Security, believe it or not, 2% more of Donald Trump supporters. Trade policy, more of Donald Trump supporters care about trade policy, about 8% more. Education, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly. Over 15% of Hillary supporters care more about education. Are you ready for this? Treatment of racial ethnic minorities. Who do you think is going to have this one, right? Ready? 37% more of Hillary Clinton's supporters Quack! care about that. And that could be why Donald Trump is tanking with African Americans, uh, Hispanics, and women. Abortion. Well, believe it or not, more Hillary supporters care about abortion. 9% more. The environment. Who do you think is going to get that one? Yep, 37% more of Hillary Clinton supporters care about the environment, and um, 29% more of the treatment of gay, lesbian, and transgender uh, people. Okay, so you see how this is breaking down. So let me throw it out to you so I don't bore you to death with stats, okay? Let's break it out to you. I told you the most important, according to Pew Research, issues for voters. So I'm going to ask you, what are your top three? What are your top three most important election issues for this year and why? 8886 Leslie, 888 7543 The economy is the number one issue on the mind of voters in this election year. Experts from Moody's predict that Trump's economic plan would result in $11 trillion more in public debt and losing 3.5 million jobs. Is it counterintuitive to support a candidate... That would effectively put our country into another recession. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Business experts even voted Trump number three out of four candidates to do the best job running the country. Gary Johnson fared better. And isn't he supposed to be some great business wizard? Oh, I mean, his company's filed for bankruptcy four times. What am I saying? Uh, Anyway, why is this guy numero uno? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. Terrorism, foreign policy, number two and number three issues on the minds of voters in this election cycle. Trump had 50 GOP foreign policy experts sign a letter saying that he would be, quote, the most reckless president in American history. And not only that, Trump also asked three times in a one hour meeting why we should not use nuclear weapons if we have them. He also didn't even know the most basic issues overseas, like the fact that Russia invaded Ukraine. Yet Hillary Clinton has the respect of and experience with countless world leaders. Considering all these facts, should voting in November be an easy decision for those concerned about foreign policy and concerned about terrorism? Is it easy for you? Eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. 7543 Seeing as that nine out of the 14 topics on the Pew list could be directly affected by Supreme Court decisions... Are you surprised that more voters don't list Supreme Court uh, of the United States appointments as very important, or do you think that'll change once the debates come? Eight 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 six Leslie eight 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 six five three seven five four three. Now Trump previously discussed continuing the apprentice from the Oval Office if it was elected. The reality show, I kid you not. Will he turn the White House and Congress into a reality show? Has he already turned this process and campaign into one? Eight 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 six Leslie. 888-653-7543. And, and quite honestly, if he were president, God forbid, but if he were president, and if he were to continue doing a reality show as president, how do you feel about that, even if you're a Trump supporter? Is that presidential? 888-6-Leslie, 888-653-7543. As a Republican voter, do you feel Trump has perverted your traditional conservative values and ideas? Has Trump perverted your traditional conservative and Ideas. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. What are the issues you trust Hillary Clinton on? What are the issues you trust Donald Trump on? And, and who do you trust the most with what and why? 8886 Leslie, 888 Now, I know you're going to tell me what issues matter to you, but you talk to your friends and family. What issues are mattering to them most? Are you guys on the same page? 8886 Leslie, 888 And is there an issue that you care more about and, and think voters should or wish voters would care more about, whether it's on this list or not? 8886 Leslie, 888 7543 And what about care less about? Uh, There's some issues on here that people care too much about and shouldn't. In your opinion, 8886, Leslie, 8886 Back after this.
3: Stop, take some time to think. Figure out what's important to you. Stop, take some time to think. Figure out what's important to you. Stop, take some time to think. Figure out what's important to you. You exactly
2: what Pew Research did with their poll asking, what is important to you, America, as voters in this upcoming election? More people are interested in this election than ever before, it seems, and more people are are very dissatisfied – uh, with the state of things what issues are numbers one two and three to you who do you trust more to handle those issues and why's what what issue do you think people should care about that don't or maybe shouldn't care about that do and all those other questions posed 8886 leslie 8886537543 is uh, the number uh, let's go to the calls and we started out with dave in humboldt county california on line two, listening on kgoe radio good afternoon dave
4: Well, Leslie, certainly more than three. I imagine if I could try to list the critical, of course, is getting the big money out of our politics, out of elections. Getting an awareness that the corruption is so pervasive and so much taken over our government, and how have they done that? I think it's critical that we get back a free press and the most corrupt of, you know, the odds behind the scenes has taken that over. But above all else is we need honest, verifiable elections, and we don't have that anymore. Electronic voting came on it so fast, and Crooks took over it so controlling it that now, no matter how the people vote, in the city, county, states, federal, there is people with a laptop computer flipping votes by the millions. We just saw it happen. Hundreds of thousands of people joined up to go to vote because they saw uh, Bernie Sanders a chance that we might have an honest government. They flipped as many votes as they needed to keep. The worst thing, because it's corruption, is to get an honest person anywhere near the White House
2: all right thank you appreciate your uh, call and your comments uh, you know definitely uh, you know doesn't think we have a free press and some of those issues he mentioned aren't on the list that dave certainly thinks should be let's go to ishmael in manassas virginia line three listening on spreaker hi ishmael good afternoon
5: leslie how are you doing today i, I gotta be honest with you all those issues are equally important to me to be honest with you there's you can't really just pick one over another you know i spent 16 years in the military i'm a originally from Somalia, and I worked in the military as a translator. National security is on top of the list, but every issue is really important. And And the interesting thing that I don't see, Trump does not exhibit any of those issues at all. I mean, he's calling Mexican rapists. Okay, he's insulting everybody. He filed bankruptcy four times. He doesn't even know it's the capital of India. You know, it's it just all of those very, really important issues, and he exhibits none of them.
2: I agree with you. I mean, when you have enough people uh, for Hillary, as Hillary Clinton does, to run an ad of conservatives and former Reagan and Bush, uh, you know, people basically saying this guy is dangerous, we can't let this much power in the hands of somebody with this temperament. Um, I I, I agree with you. And, And for, and, you know, perhaps Hillary Clinton supporters should be more concerned about foreign policy and terrorism, whereas it's actually Donald Trump supporters, at least according to this Pew Research poll. We're going to take a break. Ishmael, if you have more to say, hang tight. We'll come back to you. If you're holding, hang on. And we just finished with a call. Uh, David uh, called us uh, in uh, Northern California. Pick up the phone and join us whenever we finish with a call. It's your cue to call through a line is available. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Back after this. Back to our calls and back to Ishmael. He's in Manassas, Virginia. We were talking with him, um, and he said he had worked in the military, originally from Somalia, and he says um, that terrorism and foreign policy are important issues. They should be. Many, if not all, the issues I mentioned are, and is concerned about definitely uh, issues that are important, like terrorism and foreign policy being in the hands of Donald Trump. Uh, Ishmael, anything else that you would like to add uh, to this list that's important to you or anything you'd like to say about this list?
5: Well, I mean, it's just important. It's not, I think a lot of reason why the American people are really tired and fed up is really because of Congress. I mean, when you have a president that's trying to do things to help American people and Congress, blocking him, it, I mean, it's, that's the main reason why. I mean, this it's Congress is basically blocking everything. I mean, he has to fight for, for Obamacare and a lot of other things that they blocked, that are really not benefiting the American people. And, 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 I you know, and I really think that that, that Trump is, is not a good candidate, and, and the nail in the coffin for him will be the debate when that debate starts. And and I think he's a lot of people are going to see all the ugliness and all the, uh, 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 um, basically, that he's not a presidential and he has no agenda or nothing. You know? All
2: right. Thank you, Ishmael. I appreciate it and look forward to hearing from you again here on the program. Let's go to Mary in Arizona, Line 1, listening on KPHX. Mary, good afternoon.
3: Um, this isn't, I, I guess, one of your top issues, but my biggest fear, we have got to get the vote out. You know, the only way that Donald Trump can win this election is if people don't show up to vote. You know, I'm in Arizona, and I know we're supposed to be a big red state. I don't know anybody who's voting for Donald Trump but there's a lot of people who really don't like Hillary, and I'm like, that's okay. You don't have to like her. Look at her policies. You don't have to be your BFF. You know, you have to look at what policies the candidates are proposing, because Donald Trump scares the hell out of me, especially on foreign policy. You know, it's quite obvious he does not know what he's doing. It's really frightening when you see, I don't think people understand that it is completely unprecedented to have 50 Republican national security figures come out against the nominee, their own nominee. That has never happened before. We have never had a a sitting governor, John Kasich, who doesn't show up to his own convention uh, in his own state because he can't support Donald Trump. You know, you don't have Republicans Speaking at the Democratic Convention. I mean, he really scares, uh, he scares everybody. He especially scares the powers that be. You know, I do believe we, we actually have moderate Republicans out there. I took, talk to them all the time. They're just not in office. And all of the Republicans in power that have been dog-whistling for years, yeah, they made their Donald Trump bet, and they're going to have to lay in it because they're stuck with him. But we have got to get out the vote. If people don't show up to vote, he could actually win. It's now, what's, and what's, it's, what's it's the, a very good
2: point. You know what? Polls don't matter unless the people being polled show up to vote.
3: Absolutely. They mean nothing. And then my number one issue is once we get Hillary in the White House, and if people show up and they vote Democratic down the ticket... what he's been able to get done, despite all the uh, complete obstructionism he got from the other side. But people don't understand, and the House and the Senate pass the laws, and the House controls the purse strings, you know? We, I really think to change everything, we have got to get the money out of politics. And I don't just mean overturned Citizens United. That's a given. We need to have taxpayer-funded elections like every other democratic society in the world. Imagine this. How beautiful would this be? Uh, each candidate gets donated the same amount of money to run for whatever office they're running for. They each get the same amount of airtime donated. Remember, the airwaves really belong to the people. That would be um, under the guise of public service announcements. They each get the same amount of airtime, so you can't buy more ads than your opponent. You can't take corporate money. You can't take your daddy's money or your own money. Same amount of money, totally level playing field. That would would have the effect. We'd be able to attract people to run for office who actually care. They're not interested in getting in there and and gaining power, and then a year later when they get out, becoming a lobbyist. I believe that's another huge issue, that we have to make it illegal, that if you ever hold public office, you can't be a lobbyist, ever. Not in a year or two, God and Frank. That was very heartbreaking. To see them turn into lobbyists, Howard Dean is a lobbyist for the medical industrial complex. You know, this is just sickening to me. If you hold a public office, that ought to be the end of it. You get a pension for the rest of your life. You get health care, medical, dental, vision for the rest of your life. And it's a pretty decent pension. And you get to serve your country. And help to make things better for the citizenry. And you know what, Mary? Intended.
2: I think a lot. Thank you, Mary, for your call. I think a lot of people would agree with you. And certainly, getting out and uh, voting—that's key. Because you know what, numbers, folks. You can show people lined up around a block supporting a candidate, no matter who that candidate is. You can show the polls. Like I said, they're a snapshot in time. And the bottom line is, if those people do not show up to vote, what good is it, right? Uh, Let's continue with the calls, and we go to Al, Massachusetts, line five, listening on WHMP. Al, good afternoon.
6: Thank you for taking my call, Leslie.
2: Thank you for joining us. What's your take on this? What issues matter to you?
6: Well, I have to tell you, I agree with the fellow from Manassas that said every single point that you've listed is very important to me. As a fair-minded Democrat, um, I worry that if we ever get another Republican in the office, the White House, while I'm alive, that I'll end up out in the street, and I'll give you an idea of why. I'm re- my wife and I are retired. We've been retired 10 years now. And so obviously we live on a fixed income. And every time I go to the store to buy something, whether it's food, clothing, um, furniture, appliances, glasses, uh, fuel, it costs a little bit more than it did last week or last month or last year. And yet every month I get the same Social Security check which is the biggest part of our retirement income, and it never goes up. And over time, as if people are living longer, they're heading downhill toward the gutter. And I'm wondering, I, I haven't heard anyone speak of this, of, of the retired people that are on a fixed income, how they manage their finances um, through, the, through their senior years. I'm wondering if you have any ideas on that.
2: Well, I think you have to, uh, first of all, you can't ignore the fact of of the number of people that are in the situation like yourself. And, yes, I'm pro-Hillary, but I think if you just look at what the plans are for parties alone, Democrat and Republican, and then you look at the ideas, I I mean, clearly, on the left and Democrats, as you know, and and you said you were a Democrat, uh, they want to continue to and expand upon Um, keeping uh, programs such as Social Security, Medicare, subsidized and expanding those because they realize when you look at the numbers and the numbers are growing as baby boomers become seniors and the millennials will become seniors uh, someday, that this is a pot that needs to have, uh, you know, it's a larger pot that we need to fill because we're going to have, you know, more people that are partaking. Um, I, I don't disagree, and I'm not in your position, and I empathize with your position, um, my mom is in a similar position. And I have to say that I don't know what will happen to people like you. Seriously, on a fixed income, you know, who are retired, who who you gave your time, you know, you gave your lot in life, you paid your taxes, you paid into the system. What does happen to you, your wife, and so many like you if a Donald Trump is elected? That's fear. That's that's something you kind of scared me when you broke it down like that.
6: Well, we We are if we're not already, we're going to be, in in a very short period of time, the largest portion of the population.
2: Yes, very true. As as all the baby boomers come into their golden years, that's very true.
6: Right. So It's
2: actually, you know how they have have and have nots? It's actually going to be like young and old, and people in the middle will be the minority, because millennials um, are just about a million more in population than seniors but uh, uh, the baby boomers, excuse me, but when the baby boomers add to the seniors, then that will be number one. And you're absolutely right. And this is, this is another issue, though. If you look at other countries like Germany, where they have a disproportionate number of elderly in their country, um, that, that's not only a group of people that you have to care about the well-being of, but there are all there's also a workforce that you have to make sure is manned when those people leave their jobs and retire. That's correct. I thank you for your call. Call me again. I'm from Massachusetts, Al. Okay, homeboy?
6: Thank you very much.
2: All right. Thank you, Al. Let's go to Susie in El Paso. Susie listening on Spreaker online, too. Susie is obviously in Texas in El Paso. Good afternoon, Susie. Thank you for joining us.
7: Leslie. And all the last three callers, they're right on. They And we need to get, like the lady in Arizona said, we need to get out the vote. And I am encouraging people. We need to go up and down that ballot and vote for the Democrats. We need to get rid of these Republicans and that control the House and the Senate. That's why. Nothing and and, and that can I tell you? Out. I want you to jump to in. I just
2: want to. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I'm glad you said that because you know I heard a report today that some of the Bernie Sanders people who are going to hold their nose and vote for Hillary, but don't, don't freak out. I heard this on NPR, so this was not a right wing you know place. Um, yes. That they might vote for some of the Republican House and Senate seats because oh. they feel. Oh. They feel um, it's healthy um, to have a divided government, um, you know, even if there's a Democrat, you know, in the White House. And, and that scares the living you-know-what out of me because it, they, you, you don't get anything done.
7: They, and they don't they want watch spent. I blame these Re, House Republicans and House and uh, Senate Republicans for what's going on in Florida with the Zika virus. But the wages, health care – and uh, education are three important issues as college kids are going back to college and they have to pay, pay the, the tuition. Healthcare in Texas, the Republicans control the state of Texas. They have destroyed Texas. But, Leslie, there is a poll out. Trump's lead in Texas is only six points. You know what? Hillary I this is the first time I'm not that
2: old abroad but the first and I lived in Houston Texas in 1992 but and 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 that and I'm a Boston uh, Yankee you know from the northeast yes. that state was redder than red and you know this uh, living there and right now it is pink. When you look at the electoral college yeah. map, and it tickles me pink to see Texas pink. And you were right. Uh, and you remember, there's a 3% margin of error in the poll. Um, so, you know, a, she gains a couple more percentage points. You, you look, you're looking at a dead heat, practically, in the state of Texas. Te- Arizona, that, that's, like, that, that's, like, that's like a Republican leading in California.
7: Leslie, keep an eye on the, the African Americans, the Hispanics, and the Asian Americans. Trump... He can talk about all he wants to, about he's pivoted, and he's going to – he is not for the people. He is not not, up- pi- and he is not – or the Hispanics. Yes, he
2: and is not pivoting, population. and you know that, and you have a very large Hispanic population in El Paso. He is not pivoting. This is a guy who publicly says we're going to build a wall, we're going to deport everybody, and then on, on top of it – Um, What he has called these individuals, you know, criminals, rapists, murderers, and then in a private meeting, because he needs checks and support from Hispanics, he says he would consider amnesty, but then publicly the very next day when asked, are you pivoting? He said no. And he's not backing down on the wall. But he doesn't talk about the deportation because it hurts him, A, and B. He not only says deportation. Remember, he says he's going to deport in a year. It's physically and financially impossible to do either of those outlandish proposals.
7: And, Leslie, let me tell you something. There was a young police officer that was killed in the line of duty from two fugitives from Ohio. He was in his 20s, his mid-20s. And he was born in Juarez, Mexico, he came over here to the United States. He joined the police force in Hatch, New Mexico. And you've probably Googled him, and it's a sad story. They had his funeral yesterday in the Pan American Center in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And I thought to that, is Trump and these Republicans listening? A congressman, uh, I, we have a very good congressman here in the 16th Congressional District in El Paso, Metro O'Rourke, but it's split for 23. It goes from San Antonio, and it does... Some of the other rural areas and part of El Paso is in that district that's Heard. He's a Republican. He's going to lose to the Democrat Pete Gallegos. Pete Gallegos had that seat. Heard came in two years ago, but he's going to lose that seat. None of them. Susanna Martinez, a neighbor, um, she's from El Paso, but a neighbor, she's the governor of New Mexico. It's real close. by, And none of them are supporting Trump. Democrats need to get out and vote moderate Republicans and anybody that's f- afraid of Trump. Vote for Hillary and vote up and down the ballot for the Democrats. That's and
2: I, and I agree with you state. and there are some states that are going to have that option to just flip a switch to a vote all blue or all red if that's the case for you. Thank you for your call. Hope to hear from you again. We have some great callers some people I never heard from before. Love it. We'll take a break. We'll be back to you. If you're holding hang on. Thank you for your patience. I want to give you all your time. Eight 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 six Leslie's our number. Back in a moment. We are back. Let's get back to the calls. 8886-LESLIE-IS-THE-NUMBER. Uh, Pick up the phone and uh, join us. Um, let's go next to uh, Michael on the Bronx Line 4 in New York. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie.
5: How are you doing? Good. Yeah.
0: She had some real great callers, especially the last two ladies. Um, for me, the top lists are the terrorism, how uh, minorities are treated in New That includes the women as well. Um, Believe it or not, I have to put the economy at the bottom of the list, and here's why. Now, your last two female callers said that we have to get the vote out. We have to get people out to vote. But then when you look at the violence perpetrated by people like Donald Trump and largely on the far right, and we see the demographics of the victims constantly being people of color, of women, people who are likely to vote Democratic down the line, it becomes a bit more difficult to really get the vote out when those that would normally vote are now no longer with us. So that's a real serious concern. Once we can get the people out to vote, and first off, they got to um, be sure to be kept safe and alive and stop this device of killing going on, and violence then we can really focus on the economy. If we don't have people to vote along with us because they're getting killed, you know, little can be done if they're not around to really help save the economy. That's why I put the way that people are being treated um, at the top of the list, because they have rights just as much as you and I do and as much as Republicans do. The problem is that Republicans, no matter how much they want to talk about equal rights and they want to recite the Pledge of Allegiance, they sure themselves don't practice what they preach. There's a lot of hypocrisy going on.
2: I I agree with you there, Michael. Thank you for the call. Let's continue with the calls, and uh, let's go next to uh, Nick in California, Line 5, listening on KGOE. Nick, good afternoon.
0: Leslie, um, a a quick note about uh, Social Security, because a couple people have brought it up and there's a real uh, misunderstanding out there social security isn't going bro- going broke the trust fund is supposed to pay itself down it is supposed to be at 0 by 2045 it was just an anomaly because they had to pay for the baby boomers so anyway that you know a lot of there's been a lot of lies and misinformation put out there by the right wing the trust fund's doing just what it's supposed to do we're supposed to be into it right now and it's supposed to pay its way down to
4: 0 okay that's all i got to say
2: Okay, thank you for the uh, the call, but that's not what Social Security experts have told us, Nick. Um, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, what we have told is it's uh, it's solvent and, you know, and to a certain degree in a certain time period and that it's supposed to be uh, refunded. And Nick, obviously, you're giving other information. Sorry you left us. I'd love you to cite your source. Let's go to Manny of Massachusetts, listening on WHMP Line 1. Manny, good afternoon.
1: Hello. I I know you don't have much time, but great call, so I'll be quick. Uh, Public finances should be number one for me. Um, Also, voting, it should be a national holiday. And uh, people who uh, serve their time in jail should be able to vote once they get out of jail. We should make it, no matter what state you're in, you should be able to vote once you serve your time. Um, we, I also think U.S. territories should be able to vote because they're able to serve in the army and the military, but they don't get a vote. I think that's pretty disgusting. And the last point is gerrymandering. I think uh, gerrymandering is that it, it's what it's what's making states become red and blue. And I think most states are really are purple, not red and blue. But the gerrymandering is, is the only reason why they say just states blue, just states purple. I don't believe in that. I, I, I think. All states are pretty much purple.
2: Well, I don't agree with you there. I think there are some states that are definitely, I live in California, we are blue. (laughs) We're not purple, we are blue. Uh, I do think that there are more people becoming uh, more fiscally conservative, um, or conservative fiscally. But then again, I think that's heavily offset by those people who are becoming more liberal on social issues, whether it be gay marriage, legalization of marijuana, um, those types of issues. Uh, Mark and Andrew, my great crew, thank you. Everybody who was on hold, I didn't get to my apologies. uh, Give us a call again tomorrow. I'm Leslie Marshall. Have a great rest of the day, afternoon or evening. And be safe. Have a good one.